You're listening to Happy Hour with Jonna and Carol. I'm Jonna Spilbore. I'm Carol Pesci. And this is the podcast version of our award-winning radio show. That's right. Now you can listen to our radio show whenever you want on your time. It's Happy Hour. What is Happy Hour? It's a 60-minute or so. Where you have a happy beginning, middle, and ending. people expect from this show number one they should expect to get some really good stuff because we have stuff a lot of stuff meaning content yeah smart guests yeah make your life better and we make you laugh laugh a little because that's about it you only go around once yeah gotta have a little fun all right listen up Good morning and welcome to Happy Hour. We have returned again with John Spilbor, Carol Pesci, and myself, and another fantastic show lined up for you. And ladies, how are we doing this morning? Everybody good? Doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we survived last week's heat wave. We didn't melt entirely. Ooh, no, I didn't. Entirely. I semi-melted. Did a little bit. Not that I'm complaining. I'm just describing. No. Yeah. Not complaining. No, I kind of like it. Yeah, I did actually spend a little bit of time uh, at the place I live at. The pool was opened, so I spent a little bit of time, me and Chrissy the dog, just sitting in the pool. Just oh, sitting. Cool. Sit, just there's like a there's like a little ledge to start with. It's maybe about a foot deep or so before uh-huh. you get deeper in the pool. Uh-huh. So just uh, Saturday night, just uh, Chrissy and I were just kind of hanging out together, sit, I, sitting down in the pool. Can I ask you something? A- X. Uh-huh. Yes, you can ask me something. <laughs> when you were sitting in the pool, I did not pee. What What were you wearing? Just shorts and a t-shirt. You wore a t-shirt. In the pool. Nobody, nobody's seen. Nobody's seen this little roid baby of mine. Because have you seen his legs? The man is as white as milk. I don't wear t-shirts on my legs. I'm just wondering if you go in the pool, you should not be wearing a shirt. Yes, I should. Have you seen this? No, you haven't seen this profile. Yes, I have. No, you have not seen this profile. All right, this is this is a profile that's embarrassing. This is the profile that my neighbor in Florida had when I lived down there twenty years ago. All right, he always had a cigarette in one hand, a sixteen ounce can of bud in the other, and he had a belly that was as big as a state. That's what I got. Belly is not as big as the state. If it if it's as big as the state, it's the smallest state in the union, which I think is Rhode Island. Look, (sighs) being as big as Rhode Island is still pretty large. It's it's a lot of people. It's tiny. Your unexposed skin is so white; it's practically translucent. T-shirt is not coming off. To boost his self confidence. T-shirt is is not coming off. It's not. It's not ever coming off. It is not coming off in the water. Do shower with it on. Well, no, I can look at my own profile. I'm just not going to force it upon anybody else. Your cats. We're getting that shirt off you before the end of this show. Listen, lady, that can be taken one of two ways, all right? And I'm going to take it the first way and say no way. Well, all right. Don't have a heart attack. We'll have to cut it off you before we do CPR. <laughs> yeah, all right. I appreciate that. Oh, Frank. But anyway, yes, it was we have a survived hot one, though, this the week. heat wave. Dang. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's yeah. still fairly hot. You yeah. Know, but, not but it's not like, yeah. No. So, um, I told you guys about, I think, was it last week I was complaining about a fellow you radio would, you personality? Were, you were complaining? She complained? Right. Once in a great Who'd while. Who'd have complained? What? Once in a great while. I was complaining about fellow oh. radio personality, Dr. Laura. Right. Well, God is punishing me because, <laughs> because now I almost want to call her with a problem of my own. Uh-huh. Well, and you're thinking you need you need her direct uh, in your face rude I style of uh, I might need that unless help? unless you two can solve my uh, problem. Well, Frankenberry, I predict we got this. You think so? Yeah. Oh, think, I don't know. Caps on. All right. Okay. Because no. All right. Kidding aside, I'm not kidding right now. This is serious. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay? Right. We'll take that with a grain. But go ahead. 
Remember how I know a while back we discussed this very briefly, but some people in this room and maybe outside of this room have an issue that when they are in a public uh, restroom, they cannot tinkle if there is anybody else. Well, you just eliminated one of them because men don't tinkle. Men don't tinkle? Frank and Barry. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm getting term. older, so there are many occasions where it is nothing <laughs> but a tinkle. La, la, la. la, la, la. I, 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 tend, I tend to go more often than, you know, so. No, no, no. Just, just the tinkle. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. I'm not doing anything else in this office. I can tell you that right now. So anyway, yes, you can't okay. with anybody else there. You can't go do ahead. it. All right. so, so I happen to have that problem. I, I don't think I'm alone. I'm sure there's like plenty of other people response. out there. So here's what I need. Okay, so here's... The, okay. So, so when you're in a public restroom, yeah. you clam up. Oh, that's probably the best that what you're uh, fun you've ever had. But don't bump. All right. So here's what happened. I'm going to tell you how this has now risen to a new level, which is why seriously I need some help. Like, okay, so I've had this problem pretty much my whole life, but I've worked around it. You can work around it, you know. I'm not sure. <laughs> but this week, and especially since it was like so hot, so I'm in a, I was uh, two, a couple of, TV appearances in two different parts of the city, right? And in between, I had to use a public restroom to pee super bad. Super, like, I really had to go super bad. I walk in, I'm alone before I can position myself in the classic hover Mm -hmm. position. Mm -hmm. Somebody else walks in. Now I can't go. I can't go. But now, so it's like, so you're in that hover position. Someone else is in. It's a small bathroom. And mind you, I'm sure, Frank and Barry, she's hovering in five-inch heels. Hovering yes, in five-inch heels. Is. It's hot as hot can be. Person walks in. Now, she comes in, whoever she was. She has no problem. Like, she just goes <laughs> ahead, right ahead. And then and you're, in, you're in the stall going, oh, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, you don't know what to do because you know that they know that you're just hovering there like an idiot and you're unable to do anything. So she does her thing. Then she goes out to, you know, wash her hands or whatever, check her look. But she's doing that for an unusually oh, long no. period of time. So here's where it came yeah, to me. Her thighs are starting to quiver. <laughs> that I have a problem. So now I'm actually standing there and I decide that I'm going to, you know, pull everything back up. Oh, God. I'm going to walk. No, but I, I wasn't just going to leave like the building. I was going to walk out and I was going to say to her, I have this problem <laughs> and you need to leave. Your hands are washed. You look fantastic. Get out. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. I I was this close to doing it. And that's when I stopped and I said, this is a real problem now because I'm affecting yes, other people. If you're going to walk up to a complete stranger and say, get the hell out of the bathroom, right. you're causing me an issue. Well, I think right. the first step in any kind of um, healing mm-hmm. is... Um, Acknowledgement. So I think <laughs> which we've done. I sort of, but Frankenberry, I think we might need a name for this condition. I it, think, but doesn't it have one? It, it must have does. one, right? It's, it's, I cannot be alone in this. It's got something with phobia on the end of it, right? Like arachnophobia, except it's just peeing instead of you know but spiders. It's not the peeing. I think it's it's like I don't know what it is. So what happened? Did she leave and then right. went back in? So now I'm this close. Because I, I have to know how this ends. Right. So I'm this close to walking out and just explaining to her that I have this problem and she needs to leave so that I can go. When, as luck would have it, my prayers were answered. Now, mind you, let me, let me. this is the non-funny part. Like, 
I painfully had to pee. Ah. Okay, painfully. But it was not going to happen no matter what with That's somebody amazing. in that room. Oh, not me. So she leaves because, you know, it's the, the universe wanted to spare me exploding my bladder exploding in this public restroom, and so I go, and then I go about my business, like normal. All right, but so it he, ain't normal. So here's my question. Now, before you go and call, you know, the person you disparaged, Doctor Laura, Doctor Laura, I, last I week, triple dog freaking dare you to call Doctor <laughs> Laura with that question. And hi, Doctor Laura, this is Carol Pesci. <laughs> My name is Carol Pesci. I'm from Beacon, New York. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, here's my problem. <laughs> yeah. That would be a great You price. and you <laughs> have read every self-help book with an 18-word subtitle yes. that's ever existed, yes. and yet the two of you can't figure out, and you especially can't figure out, why you can't just get to the point where you get past it and you say, well, too bad. I got to pee because it hurts. This is painful. That's why I am seeking help. Now, is it an issue that you've allowed to become an issue? Because you sit there and you and you hope and you hope that nobody walks in, but the second, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Here, I don't even think about anybody walking in until somebody walks in, and then I sit there and I go, "You can do it! You can do it! You can do it! You can do it!" And then I can't do it. And then, then it's like somebody <laughs> turned the red light on on the camera. Yeah. And you freeze. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine that other person in their underwear? That's not going to help. I huh? don't think that would no. help. No, all right. That's no. all I got. But yeah, so anyway, so yeah, this is a thing. Dr. Laura. This is a thing. And since you guys are not helping me, I guess I am going to have to call Dr. Laura and pretend I'm Carol Pesci and get this <laughs> resolved. Well, now, keep in mind, Dr. Laura, if you call her, even if you say that you're Jonas, she's not necessarily going to know that you had something to say about her last week. No, she won't know. No. Right. She won't know. So but I, can I can't you. use my real name. I got this. All right. You got this? However, it's yes. going to involve you being on national television, which I know you're comfortable with that, but I'm not sure. Not with national this topic. TV and this topic. Uh, oh, that guy? Sorry. Did, did you see Who? what I wrote? Yes, Dr. I Drew? Dr. Dr. Drew Dr. Oz loves gross health problems. <laughs> well, he wait does. a minute. He does. <laughs> yeah. Remember that, t- remember that time he had, people, he had people crawling, crawling through a tube, but it was some sort of part of the human I was, body? I was on the show that yeah, that's time. That's right. You were there for that particular show. What, was the, what were they crawling through? Like a, They had these big tubes on the stage that were to simulate your colon. That's right. <laughs> and then they had women crawling through them, pushing different size balloons to simulate gas bubbles. All right, now that's Look gross. I don't think my problem would be classified as, quote, gross. Okay, I'll give you that. As much as Personal. debilitating and, embar- and weird. And embarrassing if you happen to have a little bit of an accident after you've left because you've got a person in the room with you. That won't happen. No, that would never happen, no. No, you know how like There's, they say when people die, like their whole bladders just, <laughs> like when when I die, that's nope, nope not even a, <laughs> nothing. Not pristine, like boom. They're gonna have to like, remove it all with suction. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, no, that that's not a, that's not the problem. My problem isn't isn't keeping it in; it's letting it out. Yeah. So there is eventually going to come a point where it's just gonna hurt too much, and I will spontaneously combust, and my insides will be on the outside, and you guys will be doing this show without me. All right. I'm all right. keep that in I'm mind. I'm just going to, if anybody is listening at this hour, you haven't melted during the week, and you know of this problem, or you know of Dr. Oz, 
uh, shoot me an email, something, post them. Would I'll, you go on Dr. Oz and talk about it? Because <laughs> I, I would give me a mission. I would talk about it. I would not let him film it happening, like with oh, which me he behind would probably the stall. Want to, like recreate it. Yeah, yeah. I would not. Now, let isn't that I'm sure there's got to be somebody out there who writes some sort of blog or some or has. Or some sort of newspaper online where there's an advice column. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's something national, syndicated maybe, that you could ask, as opposed to having to go on a Dr. Laura. Oh, no, Dr. Oz. I think it's more fun. We'll kill two birds with one stone. Oh, oh, oh so Dr. Max, our friend, is friends with, with Dr. Oz, calls him by his first name. Oh, you know what so. might happen? What? You could go on Dr. Drew's show, and maybe you could crawl through, instead of the colon... The long plastic the colon tube. Urethra. Ure- yeah, or, urethra, or or a big ure- bladder ureter? bag. It'll be a big bag <laughs> simulating a bladder, and what you're going to do is you're going to crawl through with a swimming cap yeah, with they, a swimming cap on, like one of those floaty balls. They could roll me down yes. a hill. And an old and an old like twenties one piece bathing suit. So you get, you crawl through that, and at the end it's like a uh, water park. There's uh, there's water splashing out at the end, and you crawl through. Idea. See, oh, and yeah. then psychologically, boom, you've broken it for Halloween. I'll have Carol's mother sew me a giant tail, hook it to my butt, and I'll go as a giant sperm. There you go. That's a fantastic idea. See? Another Ooh. two birds with one stone. Oh, you go on Dr. See? Drew, you got a costume no. waiting for you in October. Wow. See, this is the silver lining. We are just to an otherwise horrible when you, problem. When you throw crap on the wall. Something's going to stick. That's and right. And I predicted we would have this, Frankenberry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Came up with a solution. All right. Thanks for uh, nothing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> It's what we're here for because we care. <laughs> oh my so, gosh! All right, yes. so um, we're going to take a break, and very excited about who we have. We actually have a live in studio guest, guest today. Yes, we do. So um, this is actually a mutual acquaintance. Acquaintance, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. exactly. Of all of ours, her name is Celie, and she runs uh, a wild animal rescue. And we were having HVARS. sanctuary. Okay, HVARS. We'll yes. talk about that more in a minute. Um, but we thought it'd be a good idea because there's so many people that are coming across um, feral cats or uh, abandoned baby deer, and mm-hmm. like, what do you do? How do you? What should you do? And how can you help? Who can you call? Um, what should you or should you not do? So I'm going to come back. We'll be talking to you. Yep, that is on the way. This is Happy Hour with Jonna and Carol. You're listening to K104, and we've got more coming. Jonna and Carol on K104. It's Happy Hour. Live better, laugh harder. It's Happy Hour with Jonna and Carol. And we're back here with Happy Hour on K104 with Jonna and Carol, and it's time now to get to our guest. And it is the time of year where a lot of folks are uh, finding youngins when it comes to animals. Yeah, wild youngins. They don't have moms or dads because maybe they've been hit by a car. Maybe they've been, you know, I guess shunned, possibly. Um, but this is the time of year just shunned? after spring. Shunned. I couldn't think of a better word. What? Uh, abandoned? Abandoned. Shunned. I shun thee. Kicked Child, out of the nest. Child deer. The pack. Go you away. are four days old. It's time for you to go. Move on. And get go a job. On. Like even birds and stuff. Like, growing up as a kid, my mother was always the one in the neighborhood that if they found baby squirrels or baby birds, it, they always came to our house. She was always uh, nursing little animals. And then your mom fed them to the cats, right? <sighs> My mother just would kidding. not hurt a fly. I know, she wouldn't no. hurt a fly. That's where I get it from. That's why <laughs> every time I kill a fly or a spider, I don't even like to do it. But I apologize to the bug when I do it. Yeah. Every time, no, out loud. I do too. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry. But you can't so, stay here. You know, I never kill stink bugs. I just name them all Ralph and wait till, wait for them to die. Oh, I, I catch them in a tissue and let them go outside. Ooh. 
Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, we, right. you, the three of us have had multiple conversations in the last month about wild animals and babies, and um, yeah. then we thought it would be a good idea because... And uh, we all have actually a connection, a separate to connection, our to guest, our guest. Seely. Because it's like six degrees yeah, from Kevin I, Yeah, Seely yes. actually helped me. It was, I think it was last year around this time that I was hearing a, a baby animal crying mm-hmm. during the night. Woke up the next day, I'm vacuuming, cleaning, whatever. It's like 11 a.m. and I still hear it crying. I'm like, hmm, okay, I need to go investigate. And I go to my neighbors and they said, yeah, we've heard it the last two nights in a row. I'm like, what is wrong with you? First of all, that you didn't go look. Like, oh my God, something's suffering. So come to find out two infant deer, baby deer, and they were, I don't know, maybe 50 yards apart from each other. One was uh, really like its eyes were cloudy. Like uh, we we picked them both up in blankets, and then na- neighbors had a baby, and they had a, and we're going to talk about this a bottle and milk, and we brought them inside and tried to get them warm and started to feed them, and then got on the phone and started yeah. calling one place after another. And there's certain um, organizations, or I don't know if they're government entities, that will tell you leave them alone. It's nature, and I'm like it ain't freaking nature that killed the mother, right. you know. So um, ended up connecting with Celie and um, first thing she said to me is stop feeding it milk it's gonna <laughs> die in a day I'm like yeah. oh no um, so Pedialyte is the thing I learned that you want to give them and it was I don't know within an hour she met me at Walmart she comes out of the store with bags of Pedialyte I had the one surviving baby deer and um, she fed it and nurtured it and sent me pictures later that the deer was doing well so um, anyway Celie the name of your organization is Hudson Valley Animal Rescue. So welcome to our show. First of all, before you say a word, thank you for all that you do for these wonderful little animals that need somebody like you that is not afraid of crazy raccoons mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of that so thank you for what you do we're all Thanks. animal lovers in this yeah. room and can you just tell us because I don't how long have you been in charge of your organization when was it born Hudson Valley Animal Rescue was um, uh, founded in 2011 and it was uh, a couple women myself and somebody else and we we uh, decided that we were going we always had been wildlife rehabilitators and that's a, a non-paying job mm-hmm. and it's many hours and it's very expensive and the fawns formula is very expensive usually cost me about six thousand dollars a year just to do fawns wow. so I decided I was going to go back to school so I was 43 years old and I went back to school as a vet tech I figured I would at least learn a little bit more about animals so that I didn't have to drive everything to the vet and it would cost me money. Mm-hmm. So I graduated, it took me a few years to do my two year degree, but I, 47 years old, I had a vet tech degree and I decided with another person that we were gonna open up Hudson Valley Animal Rescue. Mm-hmm. So we opened this up in um, hopes to try to subsidize our wildlife expenses because we, do, we would do, I'm licensed to do rabies vector species, which are raccoons, skunks, Believe it or not, woodchucks are big ones on carrying rabies. Um, really? Yeah, fox. So um, I'm one of the only ones in Dutchess County that takes... There are people, but most of them don't want to be known to be taking them because there's a lot of them that come through, and they're a lot of work. So I I ended up opening Hudson Valley Ambassador to try to subsidize the cost of what it would be to raise these animals. So we started doing cats and there's there was we couldn't keep ourselves going. Then we decided to buy we bought a mobile um, veterinarian unit and mm-hmm. we we opened up Hudson Valley Animal Rescue as a non for profit and we started doing low cost space and neuters which subsidized 
our feedings for our well, our wildlife. So then I guess it was just meant to be because from there we went from running a low-cost spay and neuter clinic to taking one of the barns on our property and changing it into a full facility of uh, a hospital that does just wow. about everything with x-ray, blood work. We, have, um, we do low-cost spays and neuters. We do well health care. And uh, besides that, we adopt out now dogs and um, cats and little animals. We actually have done horses and, and you know larger animals. Um, but we do about a little over 700 animals a year we adopt out. Wow. That's terrific. So it, do do you lot. get emotionally attached to some of them? Like, that? I'd be... I'd, I would. Farm. I know. No, no, you're just doing it so anymore. long. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> at, at this particular point, no. I, I would imagine you, you don't want to say that you've become hardened to it, right. but you, at the same time, you don't have a choice. Right. Because, you know, <clears throat> I mean, look, I've seen. Steve knows. Yes, I, I do see this. I see this firsthand. And, you know, I've seen some loss. Right. People you know. don't understand that, you know, like you've probably had maybe, say, a handful of dogs in your life, maybe a handful of cats. Right. And death is a really big thing when, you know, you lose something. <laughs> Thing like that. For me, it's, you know, when you do hundreds of animals and you see that all the time, you become a little, you do, it's just like anything else, yeah, like being sure. a, a paramedic or being a firefighter or being mm-hmm. whatever, you get hardened to what you, you want to say to a degree, I don't want to get too hardened, you want to have a heart, and I, and oh, I cool. do. That's why you I do trust this me. to begin with. Sure. I have somebody peeing on my kitchen floor every 10 minutes. You so, do, you so do. I, I mean, I, I know what that is. And, and last Frank night, and Barry, we were just talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> don't do it on the floor anymore. <laughs> I promise. You know what, I, I've had a couple of beers. Talk to you about that. Yes. So I have, I have a zillion questions questions for you but you just reminded me of something so recently you had I think it was a was it a pit bull that was abandoned that came that needed uh, surgery and you put Betty. out like a like a the one that got hit by yep, the car Betty. yes we need yeah, your Betty. Betty yes Betty and everybody you know chimed in and and donated and Betty was scheduled to have surgery it was a few weeks ago now yep. maybe a couple three weeks ago yeah how is Betty doing? She's so good. She's Aww. actually she's still with wait, you. Yes, yes, because she's on she's on cage uh, rest for five at least five weeks. She had surgery. It was I asked yesterday because I'm like this dog's been in here forever. Can't she go outside yet? And they're like, no. She had um, eight pins and a plate put in her leg. Um, and Poor she's doing baby. as soon. But as soon as she had that plate put in. She was able to stand on that leg, which was like amazing. Like you don't want her to, but she was able to. So that goes to show you how much pain she was, you know, she was in, and and how bad it really was. But listen, these people, when we put that out, because we knew that she had to have a a surgeon do this, and it wasn't something that our doctors could do, or even my vet, you know, that we use outside of the hospital, could do. So we had to call in a specialist, and um, the surgery was going to cost us about three thousand dollars. Plus, after that, we we still have to keep her for. You know, right. a while, but she she is doing absolutely fantastic, and and the generosity of the public for Aww. for Betty was right. amazing. Yeah, no, we raised it. We raised all the money for her surgery in 24 hours. We were driving yeah. across Aww. the river, and we had put it on Facebook, and we're we're going over to pick up puppies. And the phone's, you know, showing that we have a text message or a Facebook message. And we're like, look, $10. Look, $20. By the time we came back from there, we had like $1,000. And we're like hysterical coming back across the river. We're like, John, this is amazing. It's yeah. amazing. It was absolutely I amazing. You. I don't and, think I'm following And one of, yep. our, one of the local radio stations, one of our fellow stations, yep. uh, did a big job. You know, yep, he and, did. And, uh, you yep. know, they were oh, very, very so helpful. So happy to hear that. She needs though. to be adopted, though. So she's beautiful. 
she so far has been she's good with everybody and, um, and she needs she needs to be adopted by somebody who obviously cares about her a little bit more right you know right. especially with how she came into the place right. you know that she had been sad. yeah you know she had been hit and about spent what three days no, four days almost, oh, come on, without without having any attention paid la, la, to her you know la. so yeah listen lady can we uh, can we talk about wild animals because yes. yes and I do I actually do want to talk to you a little bit about rabies and here's why so a year ago my deck was trashed by a family of like baby raccoons <laughs> mafias they raccoon were yeah mafia. the raccoon mafia trashed my deck and so but since then I've She's not exaggerating, Steely. <laughs> like yeah. even her string lights, they, it was all they were broken oh, yeah. all over the place. But now they've decided to kind of come around all the time because I feed the birds and they love bird seed and they love cat food and they love all these things. So <laughs> I love the cat food that I put out for the raccoons. Yes. yes. <laughs> so anyway, so I've had several of them come around and I guess they all like maybe they're family or what have you. And they look like perfectly healthy raccoons they don't have any weird behavior they're not wagging their tail or growling like the, if i you know sometimes i can put some more food out while they're over here and they'll look at me and then they won't run away and they'll just keep eating and that's fine but if i got up and went out there they would run away so what what are the incidents of i mean because I'm, I'm not the only one who has wild animals around the house what are the incidents of rabies around here? What should I be looking for so that I don't, like, I don't pet them. I don't invite them in. Is there anything that we can tell, telltale signs that an animal is sick and you should stay away? Well, let me tell you what, what people believe, and then we're going to, we'll tell you that. The, so the people truth. believe the that, truth. yeah. People will always believe, oh, God, that raccoon's out in the middle of the day. It's rabbit. That yes, cat, I've ra- heard that. That's a, that's a lie. I mean, if, mm-hmm. a, if a raccoon ha- is a female and it has babies, it will go out any time of the day to get food because it's hungry. It, right. it, it needs to spread. And it could be the same thing with a male. I mean, they just could be a, a juvenile. He might just he's hungry. He wants to go out and he's looking for food. Or maybe he got kicked out of wherever he was living. He's looking for another place to live. Who knows? But, I mean, it's not true that they all have rabies. Right. And the rabies, there is rabies in the area, no doubt about it. You don't want to touch them. You don't want to, you don't want to make friends with them because I learned just a couple weeks ago. Right. So, um, you don't want to make friends with them. But, and I can't, you know, I probably shouldn't tell you, oh, yeah, put food out for them. Everybody does. You yeah. know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's all right. Yeah, I, I I shouldn't tell you that, but because as a wildlife reporter, you're supposed to say, no, leave them alone. Yeah. But I, I feed everything in my driveway. There's, you know, I can't you do it. it. But I mean, if it's got, and most of the time, it's not rabies. It would be like a distemper that they have, even if they if they have anything, which isn't contagious to you. You want your animals up to date on vaccines, but yeah. it's not contagious to you. Um, it would be like discharge in the eyes, you know, nose. Um, if they're kind of meandering just about, you know, kind of aimlessly circling can be a, you know, a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, If they chase you, you want to run. (laughs) I I would. Because a normal animal will not come up to you. I mean, a normal wild animal would normally just, you know, well, well, like you said, when you come outside, it won't be there. But But the thing is not true about them being out during the day so that's not true so I have one I'll show you when we're off the air so I right now my I used to have like five right now I only have one and I don't think it's a very old one it's a little on the small side well she came around the other night and she's eating this bird seed and she's eating she's eating and she's eating and finally it was like oh 
I'm tired. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> so she like was standing up eating. Then she just sat down with her big old feet, one in this direction, one in the other direction. And she kept on eating. Is that, was that normal? normal? Oh. Well, you're feeding her. Well, I mean, she found, a, she found a source of food. So she's happy and she's very content. So yeah. All right. I mean, it, I so that's feel, not rabies, that she got no. too lazy to stand up. She got too lazy. I've seen other animals do the same thing. Actually, uh. well, I mean, I mentioned earlier that I see this stuff firsthand because I know because I'm there. You know, mm-hmm. at Seely's place, but I've seen the big girls, uh, the big German shepherds, when they start drinking the water, is the funniest thing, especially Eve, to see Eve just slowly drop down <laughs> till eventually she's on her belly. She's got both front paws around the big old bowl of water, and she's just slowly going lap. That's lap, awesome. Lap, and then she'll stop. It almost looks like she's falling asleep, and then she'll get back up and drink some more. So, uh, another thing with the with the raccoons too mm-hmm. is that people. Um, don't understand that they they don't normally don't come to your house and want to hang out like in your attics and stuff like that mm-hmm. but when what happens is march to about may they have their babies they go in people's houses so people the biggest mistake people make that i end up with all this repercussion <laughs> of this is because people will call someone or they'll set a trap and they'll go because I have a raccoon in my attic or in my garage or whatever. Mm-hmm. I trapped that raccoon. I took her 15 miles away. I dropped her off in a really nice wooded she area. She has babies. Oh. She has babies. And three days later you'll hear those babies oh. screaming. And there's be between four and six babies. And that's when I get them. Then I get, you know, I get the people who call up and go, oh, you know, I did. I took that raccoon 15 miles out of town just so we could live nicely in the woods. But that baby was there, be- or that mother was there because she had babies. She isn't going to hang out in your attic or so what do you without do a reason. If you do believe you, and I've seen so that if you happen. call a reputable um, trapper, you know, nuisance person, they will take the mother and the babies and they'll bring him to rehabilitators because we take the well, some of them do because by law I think but most of them don't I mean like I know a lot of them that will call I mean I I do know several that will collect the mothers collect the babies and then we take them and then we put them in a cage that we have that's off our facility for a few days feed her and then we open up the door most of the time she'll leave because she'll, she's kind of not quieted down. She'll leave and she'll come back and get all her babies and put them in another nest. Aww. That's the right thing okay. to do. Me, why I have 32 raccoons right now is because... Of, <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I do. And, but at least and you're not 20? bottle feeding all of them. Uh-huh. No, I'm not no more. Are they roaming free? No, they're, in, they're locked up. Why? Because they're babies. They're not ready to go yet. They can't fend for themselves. Two babies. Thirty-two. Wait a minute. Thirty-two raccoons and twenty-eight skunks. skunks. <gasps> baby skunks. Oh, baby skunks. you sent me a little video so last year of the baby cute. skunks. Cutest things. They're the cutest. But yesterday I got sprayed. I can't tell you how many times because we were. You don't. You smell fine. No, I took a shower and I smelled it in my. My hair earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Once that gets in your nose. You're done. You smell it forever. Yeah. It's like, I, I said to everybody, I like, do I smell? They're like, no. I'm like, oh, it must be, you know, still in my nose. You but have yeah. a wild animal around your house. Maybe it's making you uncomfortable. Maybe there's skunk keeps hanging around. Or maybe you got the um, uh, raccoons that are hanging around. Where you got kids you're concerned about. Or, or they actually made their way into your attic. And that happens if your eaves aren't um, mm-hmm. wrapped. Yeah. Um, who should they call first? Who they, should someone call? They should. A tra- a I mean, it's gonna call. It's gonna cost them, but a trapper, or if they, I mean, we can't, we can't go out and um, trap. We're not licensed to do that. I mean, we do go out and help people. Yesterday there was a, ra- a skunk in somebody's window well. 
she wouldn't put anything in there to let the skunk crawl out. So my daughter and I went there, we, and they, they said, it's around the back of the house in the window well. Sure enough, it was a little skunk. I just bend down, I grabbed the thing, <laughs> threw it in a carrier. Like it was, you know, it's like nothing. But people are afraid of them. Um, you have to, if you're going to, if you really with the raccoons, you have to call someone to come get them, set a trap. Because they'll know to look to see whether there's babies and they'll look to see if it's a female if it's a male and you trap it say if anybody just trapped it in a, in a have a heart trap yeah. and you knew it was a male go take it someplace and, oh, and, because, and yeah. let him go but if it's a female and she's nursing you can tell that too then you got a problem then you got to find the babies otherwise they're going to well, they're going to die in your attic. They're going to stink, first of all. and you know. But um, another thing, I, you, know, you said something before. I just want to mention this. With these little animals, like you, you know, you think, let me give it. I've had people oh, call deer, me a million yeah. times and say, well, I gave it baby formula. I'm like, ah, die. And then they go, well, I gave it milk. Mm, nope. Nope. That's oh. the first thing you said to there's us. There's three things that, that wild animals eat. It's kitten formula, puppy formula, and... Um, goat's milk. I thought it was Pedialyte was the most... Well, Pedialyte... Just for hydration. Just for hydration. But if you're going to feed it, because um, what happens is nobody, even humans, can't really absorb... Uh, goat, no. regular no. milk so so goat's milk's universal so you can feed goat's milk to anything uh, a cat a dog oh, isn't that interesting um, yeah you can feed it to you know the skunks the raccoons you can give wow. it to anything but we do um, skunks I usually do uh, kitten formula raccoons you can do kitten puppy formula but if you have goat's milk that's the best thing and the deer are either on a lamb replacer goat's milk you know something like so that so let me ask you something see go ahead for the average wildlife novice don't and feed they, it and they, <laughs> and they haven't don't feed it gotten themselves in touch with you or somebody who knows better where on earth do you go to get goat milk you can get it at Adams. Can you really? <laughs> yeah, you can. The grocery stores have oh. it too. It's pasteurized. Who knew? But it's fine. All but right. I mean, even like you can go to pet, uh, like like uh, Blue Seal will have like a, a lamb replacement. But really, you know what? Don't feed it. You're best off finding someone who will take it. Yep. You know, like Pedialyte you. will always, you can always give it, and they don't drink water, and you can't force them. So, like, they don't drink water. No, they don't drink water. Wow. They're not really. Well, they do eventually. Well, yeah, eventually, yeah. but a just baby not when won't, not when a baby won't drink water. Nope, and, and, <clears throat> and don't feed it. Let Just let it, if you get a little Pedialyte and it will take it in a bottle, I mean, that's, a, you know, that's the and best thing. And then call thing. you. And call me, because they don't, or a rehabilitator. You can go to Dutchess County, or um, New York State has a, DEC has a wildlife list on the website, and they have different people who different, do different things. Or you can call us at Hudson Valley Animal Rescue because we have a whole list of bird rehabilitators because they're all different. Everybody does something different. Mm-hmm. So I don't do birds. I'm not licensed to do birds. I don't want to do birds. And then there's people who do falcons, and there's people who do woodchucks, and people who do squirrels. I mean, there's, you know, everybody's kind of got their own little thing. The part thing. I don't understand, I guess part of me gets it, but that there's, I don't know, is it DEC or what is it, the government agency, if you call and they'll say, leave it alone, it's nature. DEC. Well, they'll give you, sometimes they give you it, they'll give you a a rehabilitator, sometimes, but most of the time they'll tell and you, And I've yeah. heard that multiple times, yeah. now, leave it they... alone, it's nature, don't, don't get involved. Right. And I have a, a moral problem if there is a live being that is hurt, oh. that is sick, um that is going to die and there's something you can do and not doing it. I can't. I, I can't. Yeah. I'm so sorry, DEC. Come arrest me. Right. Yeah. So my question is, though, why wouldn't DEC on a regular basis, instead of occasionally saying just leave it be, when they don't necessarily know the situation as well as the person who's there, why wouldn't they 
automatically say, well, here's a list of rehabilitators. Yeah. Why Sometimes wouldn't... I think they do. Yeah. Sometimes. Maybe I mean, got a cranky it person. But I mean, have a cranky I was saying, but is the other, it, you know, when they tell you otherwise, isn't that, is that basically just... Well, there's they, certain animals that you can't move. Like, I, oh, I that was my next question. Honestly, Thank you. Like, there's like beaver. You can't move beaver. I've never heard of that before. I wouldn't Frank even know how you catch a beaver. Well, but I would imagine that's <laughs> so because, you know. I would imagine Don't that's because they get very, wherever it is that they're living, whatever body of water they're living near. But there's something, I don't even know what it is, but I know that um, somebody told me, they're like, because somebody called me about a beaver. I'm like, I don't even know how you catch a beaver. I mean, I'm not really sure. It was a whole beaver family. They wanted to move them. Was it a beaver or was it a woodchuck? Because don't they look a lot alike? No! Or was it a platypus? (laughs) A platypus. (laughs) The woodchuck is the one that climbed up on your deck and and wanted to come in your glass doors. That little skinny tail. Little little tail. Yeah, it's skinny. Beaver. Yeah. And the beaver has a big flappy tail. <laughs> and there's, oh, and there's, they live in the water. Okay. And the, the woodchucks right. live in the ground. The beaver live in the, in the water. water. And there right. is and there is a woodchuck up at the house. Oh, we he, do. He we hangs out with the kitchens. Yes, he's, he's got he's got a little bit. He's got some issues. So <laughs> so Celie lets him hang out with all the chickens and the, 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 the wait, chicklets. Wait, I missed it. Beaver or a woodchuck? A woodchuck. A woodchuck. <laughs> They got some claws oh, on them. Oh, they're nasty. They got teeth. They're teeth. So, Wendell Woodchuck, he's going to be he's gonna be relocated. I'm going to call a nuisance guy pretty soon because he's eating all my um, sunflowers. Sure. Cutting them right down. <laughs> Everywhere that I planted, he's cutting them down. And yeah, I'm like, and you. you, thought you were I, went, I went to his hole the other day and I knocked on it. <laughs> and I said, you, you, do you Dang understand down. that you're not going to be living here much longer if you eat Bye-bye. one Days more are sunflower? numbered, yep. Woody. Gone. See ya. So silly. Out of here. For folks that may not know, where you're at? Where are you at in Poughkeepsie? We are on Duchess Turnpike, a half a mile up the road um, from Adams Ferryger Farms, and we're off of Barnes Drive. And people can adopt kittens. They I was can just going to say dogs. we should talk a little bit about the regular animals, the yeah. dogs and the cats. Like, so you have you know four thousand raccoons right now. How many dogs and cats do you have a, that need homes? Um, I think we're down to about forty-five, maybe. Right? Now. Uh, cat dogs. Cats is a whole nother story. 45 dogs? Yeah, about that. 45? Mm-hmm. Jonna, would you go Ooh. there with me? I want to go see these little come things. See. You've no, never been? No, Why? no, I am not going. <laughs> no. We opened, we opened our kennels up the other day. Saturday oh, kennels, was our first yes. day. We, we have built everything that we do, we do ourselves. We really don't hire anybody. We have a really wonderful guy that helps us do all our building Great. for free. So, um... We just finished our kennels, and they're absolutely gorgeous. And p- now people can come in and see our dogs that are for adoption. Before, you came in on a Saturdays between you know, 12 and 4, and, and we would take out the dogs that we thought you would be, best be suited with. But now people can go in and see our dogs in their kennels. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's, I'm hoping that it's going to you know, raise us from 700 animals a year to 800. I'd take that. And it's, it's, um, our dogs all come from either South Carolina, North Carolina, really? or Puerto Rico. We have a lot of animals that come in from Puerto Rico. This time of the year, they can't come in because um, they fly in, and the airlines won't allow them to fly after 85 degrees, so they can't come in. So we got our last shipment of Puerto Rican dogs about... They bark in Spanish. Yeah, they bark in Spanish. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're cute. Um, they're done for the till the fall, but we still get down in South Carolina. We go down, and we take from shelters, we pull in, and there's just... You know, 30, and those, and 30, 40, 50, those are kill 60. shelters down there, right? Oh, they, well, they are. I know, jo- I know yes. no, I'm just Stop. saying. Well, no, yeah. but will you shut you up? Dog? This is this is what this is what she's she's saving them from know, the kill shelters. I don't shelters. Want to think about it. But they exist, mm. so that's why oh, people right. like Celia are here. Can I adopt to bring a raccoon? 
know, you don't no, want you don't. a raccoon they're, as a they're pet. Like, they're is like, it is it legal to no. have a pet raccoon? No. no. And no. I've People discovered even, no, they are can't. they really are jerks. Destructive. They're, they're just they're and, dirty. and they're gross. Yeah, they're dirty. That one little guy that she was talking about that was brought to her that the first night ended up flopping on his back for belly rubs. Mm-hmm. I mean, within a day and a half, two days, that back room that he was in oh was filthy. I mean, yeah. it was it really was gross. They're like they're like bulls. They just they knock everything over. They're just, yeah, they're they just they have no they have no manners, none at all. No, 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 no. no right? I mean, they, I mean, no, no they ate all of my outdoor lighting. Like they were oh. just they, they were bad. But yeah, I just bad. you know what's better? What? The skunks. The skunk? I have two of them right now that like love me. Did out you, of all, did of you de? No, 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 because they're going to no, go back out. Them. They can go, but they love me right now. I and mean, how do you keep from getting sprayed? I Seeley? get sprayed. <laughs> yeah, I came, I I came sprayed, back to the house about I a learned. month ago and her son Matt's walking around going, oh, oh, because the little angry dude had sprayed him a couple of times. <laughs> oh, he was so angry. angry. Little babies can <laughs> little, spray. Tiny. Tiny, so but but the ones that love me don't don't spray me. It's just the ones that I'm trying to give vaccines. <laughs> Somebody to. told me once that if um, say you said I have a heart trap because you got a skunk mm-hmm. coming around, that as long as you lay a blanket, if they can't see you, they can't spray you. They no, I fold their tail back underneath them. If I after I grab them, I fold their tail oh. so they can't spray. But me. if you're not you're so gonna inclined get to pick it up, you're gonna get sprayed. Well, you're gonna get the blanket's gonna get sprayed. I closed I closed Cole's store down one night because we all got because you stunk so bad. Yeah, they thought it was. <laughs> Wires burning, and they called the fire department. Oh my god! Yeah, really bad. It was bad. That stink is but, bad. But on it the is. cats and the dogs. Now, do you have special? Can people come? What are the times that people can come that We're they can open take a look? Seven days a week, um, from nine thirty till five, and then weekends we do our adoptions between twelve and four. So okay, people can come in twelve and four. And your website, Hudson Valley Animal Rescue. And you're on Facebook. I can't believe I'm not we are. Yeah. on Facebook. We are on not Facebook. That I'm on there much, but. And um, thank you. And on Monday mornings on BPM. Yep, we're Somebody's, here with, yep. We're here with, with Miller, with, a, with, Bob with Miller. dog or cat of the week. Yeah, so we have. Uh, and there's been a pretty good, uh, per, I guess, a pretty good percentage of the animals have been adopted so far. Have. The ones that have been guests on the show. Yep. Which is have. something awesome. I was proud of years ago at the other station here in town that I worked at because I had about, I think I was about ninety percent after two or three years of oh, nice. uh, you know yeah. doing that particular, including my Bella. Yeah. She was one of the Aww. pets of the week. I got some. I got some nice older dogs that need homes. So yeah, we need to get we need to get these adopted. Couple, two, 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 one, two of them that really need to go. So yeah. Come to our new uh, our new kennels and see what we have. I would love to go. Come on, let's go. No, I would love to go, but I'm going to walk right. out with 80 dogs. No, you're no. not. And I can't do that. You don't let you, you do you, that. That's you, called hoarding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I know. Animal hoarder. Come on. No, you, go, you, you come with Carol. So at least you get to take a look at the place. Yeah, you should come see You it. might Plus need you to guys, leave your stilettos home, though. Okay? And you got you guys haven't Flats. seen the place place up the hill yet, either. You could see my place. Uh, All right. Yeah, come see the We're doing it. All right. Road trip. But we're taking your car. That's fine. So you can't bring nothing home? So I can't bring anything home. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. Maybe we'll bring my mother's smart car. <laughs> oh, then we really can't bring yeah, anything yeah, home. No. Yeah, you can't you know fit anything do, in there. Then I'll catch I'll catch my raccoon, and I'm going to put little puppy ears and a tail on it and go, here's another one for you, <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, so this has been great. Thank Hudson you so much Valley for your information. Animal Thank you. Amazing. Thank Thanks. you for everything that Thanks. you do. 
All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to a quick break. Yep, we are going to come back. Segment number three is on the way. And I got a story that's going to ruin my life. She's going to ruin my life. Okay. Great. Another peace story. All right, cool. Everybody's looking forward to coming back on that. All right. This is Happy Hour and K104. Donna and Carol on K104. It's Happy Hour. Laugh more, stress less. It's Happy Hour with Jonna and Carol. It's happy hour here on K104, and we've returned for the final segment here with the ladies, and hello, ladies. Hello, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. We learned quite a bit from Sealy from HVAR, oh, from God. Hudson Valley Animal Rescue. And I had like a zillion more questions, but... This is only an hour-long show. So. Right. But, you know, the, the, one of the important things is what she told us about, like, say, you know, that milk, regular milk, is Don't, not good yeah. for the babies. The wild animals milk. You're trying to save them. Milk, if anything, even Pedialyte. And then it was, uh, it, was kitty, it was kitty formula, puppy formula yeah. uh, that you mix milk. up. You know, that's what you need if, you know, if, for, un- for instance, there is a fawn, you know, that you're trying to take yeah. care of. Um, but, uh, yeah, and also just, you know, for people to know, become a little bit more aware of them. They do fantastic work. And if and you're interested, them. yeah, if you're mm-hmm. interested in they're a cat, profit. you're interested in a dog. And she said there's some older dogs and there's nothing better Aww. than these poor older dogs who have been, you know, in a shelter most of their lives or the worst ones or, you know, if an owner has passed away. Oh. Right. You know, and, you know, how lost are they? So to be able to no. find a home for the older dogs is very huge. But that's just there was somebody on um, Facebook who actually has a shelter just for dogs, sort of at the, who who have their senior dogs, they have three years or less to live, you know, and they're there for a vari- variety of reasons. And she specializes in them because she just wants them to know they were loved as they leave this Mwah. earth, which is fantastic. But is. you gotta have. Too. I would be nothing but a tearful ball of mush all the time. I just. You know, you gotta. I, I give would, Seely credit for what she does. I know. I just I couldn't. Yeah, and you know, and, and I had mentioned earlier about you know you can become hardened, and she's not hardened. I don't want. I didn't want to give anybody that impression earlier when we were talking about that. Yeah, hardened Solana, isn't really quite the right word. No. I understand no. what you're saying. Yeah, no, but I mean, because I've seen Seely get upset. I've seen her, yeah. you know, yeah. break down in tears on some of these animals that have suddenly passed away, or some of the ones like like Bunny. One of the cats, you know, she was 15. You know, she just got to that point. She yeah. got a cancer and she had to be, you know, you had to say goodbye to her. But, you know, I, I silly took that one hard because Bunny was just, she was a part of the house, just like any other animal. So I have seen her really, you know, this do- yeah, does hit No, home. we're not saying she's heartless, but it's like, I can, it comes with the territory. I can look at autopsy photos all day long and it doesn't bother me one little bit. <laughs> right, exactly. But if I step on a bee and I kill it. Or, you know. Isn't that funny? I can't stand animals suffering. Right. The thought of it makes me sick to my stomach. All right. So all right, So before we go, to... you're going to ruin my life. So go ahead. Yeah, I'm about oh, to ruin right. your life. You had, which will be You uh, had a bathroom better. story and to uh, give John a time. nightmare. That was Seeley from a Hudson Valley Animal Rescue. Rescue and Sanctuary. So look them up. H- yes. Support v- them. If you got wild A-R-S. animals, you need some help with calling. Yeah. Um, so I was debating the entire first segment. Wait, the first segment we talked about, I have a pee problem. But okay. So go ahead. P-phobia. We looked it up. Even if your bladder is excruciating pain because it's full and you were in a public restroom and somebody is in the room, you can't go. You're done. It's like, okay. Painfully so. so. I was debating whether or not to tell this and then I kind of brought it up and now you're forcing me to tell you. It's not going to help you. Uh, All right. But I need to know now. All right. So um, we came before last decided it would be a nice idea for Craig and I to walk down to one of the little cafes. Mm-hmm. and have breakfast mm-hmm. and I always get up first thing in the morning drink a ton of water like this is how I start my day coffee everything so 
um, I realize I have to pee mm-hmm. and not going to be wise to try to wait for the walk home to handle that. Okay. 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 So I decide to go into the restroom at this nice, I'm not going to name it because mm-hmm. I really don't want anybody to know who I was. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm cautious, okay? Because I'm, I'm experienced at this. So I shut the door behind me. It's got a slide lock. Yes. I slide it over. Not only do I slide it over, I tug on the door okay. to make sure Double I'm check. safe. Batten down the hatches. I go over. <laughs> I assume the hovering position. Oh, boy. And I hear the door handle. I'm like, I'm good because I tested it. Right. Nope. <gasps> door swings open. Oh. And there is a guy standing no! there. I yell, Jesus. No. Oh, Jesus ain't going to save you. And he was just, I'm not sure which one of us was uh. more mortified. Oh, 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 uh. oh. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that happened. Oh. guess we can close All on right. that. Well, Donna, good luck you. sleeping this weekend. Um, thank you, 1 800. I need a catheter now. <laughs> so here's my legal question we're going to close oh. this, and you can answer it off air. Fine. Can I sue for embarrassment? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, Jonna. Good luck to you sleeping tonight, Carol. Oh, thank man. you. That is yeah, that is well. certainly a way to close things. Oh, Curly, why'd you go there? Opening the door. <laughs> all right, this has been Happy Hour with Jonna and Carol. Thanks again to our guest Seely, who runs yes. HVARS, the rescue in Poughkeepsie. Find him on Facebook. I'm going yep. there. And uh, we will be back again next Sunday. We do it every week at this time, seven o'clock. Don't melt. Exactly. We'll talk to you then. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Happy Hour with John and Carol. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really loved it, we would love you back if you give us a review on iTunes. Check us out on the web. You can join us there at netchicks.tv as well as on Facebook as netchicks.tv. See you next time.